Hello and welcome to the Equine Business Podcast. Today we're continuing my series on interviewing real equine business owners. But today's guest is not somebody that actually works with the horses themselves. Instead, she works with horsehair and it's Alison from Tail and Jewelry. Today she's going to tell her her tale behind her business, share how one unexpected encounter enabled her to start what um, what we all know and love as tail and jewelry and also her business tips her insights her struggles and how she deals with competitors it's a really awesome episode i hope you enjoy it and let's get on with the show welcome to the equine business assistant podcast helping you build a better business to live life on your terms with your host jenny bush disclaimer this podcast was recorded during lockdown and I had a few tech issues hence why the audio quality isn't as good as normal so please forgive me it certainly doesn't dull away from the shine of Alison's jewellery or her story so enjoy the podcast. And tell everybody who you are and what you do. Yeah I'm Alison and I've been running tailored jewellery for 20 years so it's a horsehead jewellery business so I make jewellery actually from your very own horse's hair so it can be you've sadly lost your horse and you've had a little bit of hair taken off it but it can also be people that have still got the horse and they just want to keep that little bit of closeness and have a little bit of the horse that can touch all the time uh, when they're not with them. So there's a whole range of necklaces and bracelets and key rings and stockings um, that you can choose from. So hopefully there's something to sort of inspire and, and, and somebody, something you, everybody will like is in the range. And um, what, made you, like, what made you start this, this business? What got you into it? Well, it's, I've got to take you way, way back to when I was about 13. And I'm not going to tell you how many years ago that was, but it's a long time ago. Um, and I was a horse mad teenager, a child and teenager, but I didn't actually get my first horse until I was about 16. But because I was such a horse mad teenager, I was avidly reading all the pony magazines that were out there. And I can remember at the back of one of these magazines seeing this little advert for horse hair jewellery. And it just struck a chord in me. I just thought, what an amazing idea that you can have a little bit of your horse turned into something that you can wear. And I never, ever forgot that advert. Um, and I'm a great believer in things happen for a reason and conversations you have and things that happen are all connected to things later on in life. So fast forward now about 15, 18 years and I went into a local pub um, with a friend one evening and sat down and started talking to a local gentleman. And somehow I must got onto conversation of horses. And it then turned out that he was the bloke that made that jewellery of that advert that I saw all those years ago. And it was a bit of like, oh my God moment. So we had a, a long conversation about it. And at the time I'd actually just been made redundant. So I wasn't working. And he, he couldn't remember exactly how it was made, but he gave me enough ideas that I could then go away and sort of have a play, which is what I did. I had a friend that made jewellery, so she gave me some help too. And then it sort of took off from there. I sort of started making a few bits and selling a few bits and 
it sort of built up from that. It was just that one chance meeting that reignited something that I thought that was amazing so many years ago. That's so, yeah, so exciting. I think, yeah, I think everything happens for a reason. I think we're all kind of drawn to each other at, at the right times uh, for the right reasons. That's sort of crazy. And, like, when you, like, so there was nothing in you that said, well, I really want to go off and do this and find it. It just kind of all sort of fell into, well, I'd always wanted to work myself. So I always had these mad ideas that come into my head and I never progressed them. And then you get sort of drawn into everyday life. So I went to university and actually got a job. Um, but in the back of my mind, I always wanted to work for myself. And I say, it was a time when I was made redundant anyway. So I sort of thought, you know what, let's just give it a go, see what happens. But we're talking 20 years ago when the internet wasn't what it is now. There was no social media. Websites were very basic. It's hard to believe that's only 20 years. In, in 20 years, things have changed so much. So I literally had to um, design my own brochure at home. I got a friend to take some photographs, like professional photographs. I printed out a brochure at home. Just I'd only got four products um, and an order form. I then did the same as this, this chap had done and just put an advert in the back of a magazine and then sat there and prayed that somebody might ring up and ask for a brochure and then actually send it back to support her, which yeah. it's sent to happen. Um, in the meantime, I did go and get another job. So I was doing this in my spare time, if you like. It was only small. Um, and then it sort of evolved. I sort of a friend of a friend made a very basic website for me. And then gradually over the years, that website's changed to become an e-commerce website. And gradually business builds up until it got to the point where um well as, as well we were we started to think about starting a family so it was a natural thing to be able to work from home and have this business now the idea was <laughs> seriously i was meant to get a part-time job to go along with this the deal was if i left my full-time job i got a part-time job to do this but i still didn't do that bit <laughs> so, <laughs> so i forgot about doing that bit <laughs> and, and then it, it just worked perfectly while the kids were small to be able to work from home I run a business and then I've gradually, gradually built it up and up and up to what it is now. I think we need to, yeah, have that sort of flexibility and sometimes, and yet running your own business gives you gives you that, but it's not always an easy balance, is it? That's not a bit, not an easy balance at all. No. Um, so, like, what tips would you give to somebody else that's looking, like, if somebody was looking to start a business at the moment, like, you started from nothing, very much like me, and sort of work from yeah, work from the ground like one step at a time and it does it takes it's a journey and it takes yeah. us a long way and I think sometimes people can look and see where you're like where other people are at and think oh my gosh I can't get there but it's about steps, isn't it? so like what would what tips or advice would you give other people who are looking to start their own businesses I would say one go for it I think my thing was I didn't want to live with any, the regret of not doing it and not knowing whether it worked so one go for it Two, don't worry. If it doesn't work out, you've not failed. Nothing is a failure. You've learned so much from that process that you can take on to something else. So don't think of it as a failure if it doesn't work. Um, and three, take all the help you can. I mean, when I started out, I said there wasn't, there wasn't social media it is now. There wasn't people like you, Jenny. There wasn't business groups. I had to try and figure it all out for myself and learn and do what I thought was best. 
But now there is so much knowledge out there. Groups like yours, the Nail It, the Nail it Mastermind Group and the F1 Business um, Support Network and, and all those other groups are all there to help you. Lots of paid advice, but lots of free advice. And just take it and use it. There's yeah. loads of people that will help you out there. Just get yeah, so I think, yeah, sometimes it's, it, it feels like it's such a big task. And, and like a lot of the time when I'm coaching you, I'm saying, no, stop looking at the big picture. I just want you to look at the first step. Like, where are you going to put the brush first? You know, stop, stop trying to look at the end result. What's yeah. the step you can take today? And yeah, that matters, doesn't it? Yeah. So what else would you sort of say as, as advice? Business owners yeah, um, probably something I'm struggling with at the minute is getting a work-life balance I think it's going from a paid job where you work nine to five five o'clock you can switch off and forget about it I found with running a business it's very hard to switch off from it and it tends to merge into your whole day and your whole life and it's getting that balance and yeah. that's quite hard um but it's, yeah. it's things you work on all the time yeah, and it's, that's why I often refer to like, like especially when you're an entrepreneur, business becomes a wild horse if you're not careful. Yeah, and you set, yeah, you set your business up so you can actually live the life that you've got in your head that you want to live, and then all of a sudden the business is a wild horse and you're hanging on like, <laughs> and you, yeah. you're not living the life you want to live, yeah. No, and so it's kind of like, yeah, that's, that's part of like where, where I come in and that's what I try and help people sort of to, to achieve because I think. There's nothing more frustrating than thinking I feel like I'm working all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, it, and, and it's easy, easy done, isn't it? Yeah, it is, which is one good thing to come out of lockdown, I think, is it's everybody's slowed down and everybody's been forced to slow down and forced to think about how they want to live. And what I'm very conscious of the fact is I don't want to go back to how I was before. Yeah. Um, I want to carry on with the lessons that I've learned during lockdown, take them forward. And, and just yeah. change it should all be better from a business as well because it'll be more streamlined and and, and better run and i'll be a happier person because i'm doing yeah. other things apart from just working yeah no definitely and, and that's, that's that's actually the topic of my life at lunchtime today <laughs> i'm going to be talking about yeah, three things that you can do now to make sure that your business is ready post lockdown so if anybody's watching this now make sure at lunchtime you come and catch it or catch it on replay later <laughs> um yeah, because that's that's kind of yeah what I want to help you with. Because I think we've learned a lot, especially during lockdown. Yeah, yeah. Um, about what's important, and I think there's that pro being able to really prioritise in our businesses. Um, it does. It helps us to free up some time to say no, and I think that's a really hard thing. Yeah. It does because uh, your business becomes your baby, and you you nurture it, and you want to do everything right for it. But it become can become all consuming at the same time. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely, especially with what you do because it's kind of making, making, making. Um, so, what would you say um, other than that? What would you say is another hard part that you've had to to face or a struggle that you've had in your business? Um, I think it's probably a bit more of a mental struggle. There's, there's, when I started out, there was only me. There was people in America that did it. And then, of course, a lot of people see what you're doing and then start doing the same. So a lot, there's a lot more competitors out there now. And it's just, it's just keeping ahead and trying to stay true to yourself and what, you, what I do or you do um, and not getting distracted by what somebody else is doing, um, but carrying on serving your customers and doing what you want to do and what you love doing. Yeah. 
yeah, it's kind of like knowing your own lane and staying in your track. And sometimes you, it's it's so easy because your brain looks out for people that do what you do, <laughs> and then you can be intimidated and feel like, oh, they're doing their job for me. When last time it's not true. Yeah. And like I said, just get the blinkers on, focus on where you're going. Yeah. Um, because yeah, it, it if you're coming from that place, it's not good for you. <laughs> it's not good for your business. And it's and. And a lot of the time, there is there is enough business out there for everybody. Yeah. I genuinely do believe that. I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I go through moments of where I suddenly go, "Oh no!" When you see a new competitor come on, and then you think, "How many horses are there in the world? And how many horse owners are there in the world?" Yeah. Let alone the county that I live in. So you sort of think, "I have to get back into perspective." Yeah, and there's no way you can plat everybody's. <laughs> you can't. You just can't. I know that for a fact. You cannot plat every single horse in the UK. <laughs> Probably not even in one county. <laughs> um, it just it would just be too much. And I think it, it it's a yeah, sometimes we have to remind ourselves of that, don't we? And say I don't need I don't need to worry about that. Um, I'm okay. I think so, you know, just blink it, you just I just don't look anymore. I just I just do yeah. what yeah, because yeah, if if it doesn't feel good, don't do it. And a lot of the time when I'm helping people and going through their research and, and looking at competitors and stuff. Actually, the fact that there is competitors is good because it means there is a market. Um, but we don't want to use that to make ourselves feel bad. We don't want to use that to make ourselves feel inferior or to make us feel like there isn't enough business. Um, and, and if it starts to bring that up, then we need to, to work on some of the beliefs and the mindsets that we've got um, going on in the background. So <laughs> we just need to turn it off. I mean, you go into the supermarket and you look, and I mean, you used to get white bread and brown bread, didn't you? You go now, yes. the whole row of like multi different types of bread there is. So there's, there's markets out there for yeah. uh, lots of competitors and lots of people. Yeah, definitely. Not everybody's going to like everything. So, yeah, we, we need to just focus on our people, don't we, and, and our little herd um, and not, yeah. not worry. And I often say to people, actually, those, those people who are competitors might actually be beneficial to you because when you're busy you've got somebody that perhaps if you get like friendly with you've got somebody that perhaps you could ask for help or yeah um it works both ways doesn't it i think a lot of the time we've got so much more in common yeah. um than yeah then we realize so um if somebody wanted to find out more about telling jewelry and to have a look at some of the stuff what do they need to do Alison? They can either go straight to our website, which is pearlandjewelry.co.uk, and everything's on there. So you can click on any of the products, which will take you to a description about the product, um, how much hair you need to make it, any um, additional things you can have added to it. And then you can just, it's a simple website, you just add it to your basket, same as any other website, go to checkout. Once you've completed checkout, you get an email confirming your order, where to send hair into it, and then you just send your hair into it. So, or you can find me on Facebook, or you can find me on Instagram. Yeah, under Telling Jewelry, and yeah, I must admit, Alison is very, very talented at what she does. I, I have when I was when I had my jewelry business, somebody did say to me, "Oh, could I do some horsehair jewelry?" And I remember having a go, and I did do them some lovely jewelry. It was lovely, but at the same time, I, I think I swore more than I've ever sworn in my life. <laughs> there was hair everywhere the washing of it was a nightmare it's all over the floor and i don't think anybody appreciates actually yeah. the school it's really really hard isn't it well it's like human hair it varies so much from horse to horse you can have different thicknesses of hair different different strengths of hair um 
it can vary along the strand even. So that's all got to be taken into account when you make something. And there's one or two that I really, really have to make that three times before I get it right. And I sort of think, is this horse naughty in real life? It's like, because its hair's being really naughty. So definitely, definitely had that character trait too there. So um, I'm just going to, um, yeah, thank you so much for joining us today because I've really enjoyed um, having our little chat. Um, and, yeah, so for anybody that um, doesn't know, I've been working with Alison for quite a while now. We've been um, support, yeah, supporting each other. I've, I've done a few jobs for you and things like that, and it's been real, real pleasure. So I can genuinely highly recommend Alison because I have, yeah, I feel like we've known each other forever. <laughs> Must be at least two years, yeah. I know, it's, it's crazy, isn't it? But where, where has the time gone? Um, so do check out Tail and Jewelry. I will make sure that I put in the in the notes, in the comments, I'll make sure that I've got that there as the link so you can go and have a look at Alison's um, beautiful, stunning jewelry. What's your favourite piece of jewelry that you do, Alison? Um, oh, it changes from day to day. The most popular one is the Forever Heart Necklace, and that came about um, because a customer contacted me oh, about six years ago and asked if I could do it. And it was quite, um, it took quite a process to make that one because the hair is inlaid into a heart shape, which meant that we had to do CAD drawings to get the heart shape, we had to get it cast, we had to get test ones made up to see whether it worked. Um, and then obviously those pieces have to then from now on, they have to be individually cast, and then they have to go and be hallmarked at the hallmark. So it's quite a long process to make that one, but that is the most popular one, and I can't keep up with it, and I do love making them. But I actually quite like making, I've started making some leather and horsehair ones in different colours, uh, different colours of leathers, which I'm really enjoying doing at the minute, because it's it's something a bit different um, out there, um, and they're, they're pretty popular too. Yeah, and yeah, I'm I'm a huge fan. I just yeah, I, I've still got the hair though, sadly sitting on the side. Come to you because I've been bending hands for ages. So like, if somebody's um really bad at remembering to get everything sorted, and and you also do offer that, like they can just send it as it is. Don't like don't you so that they can don't have to worry too much about cleaning um, cleaning it and yeah. getting all the yeah, yeah, you can just send it as it is. I know particularly when people have lost the horse, the last thing you want to do is um, when it's still raw and the horse you even just lost the horse to then physically wash the hair. So no, so send it as it is. I really, really don't mind cleaning it and washing yeah. it. Yeah, because sometimes it is, yeah, especially when you're experiencing that loss, sometimes yeah, it, it's hard and it's just sitting hold it for a little while. So um, yeah, it, it, it's, a, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing you do. Okay, so we are actually live on Facebook. So we have had some people that have commented and uh, and um, are watching. So I just want to give a shout out to Paula. Paula says, yeah, she's been following you for a long time and she thinks your jewelry is really, really lovely. Oh, um, yeah, Faye says, hello. <laughs> um, beautiful Faye from um, Horseshoe Hearts. And you do actually collaborate with Horseshoe Hearts, don't you? That's yeah, yeah, you were just talking a minute ago about um, competitors. And in a way, what Faye does is a slight competitor because she makes keepsakes from horseshoes so you can have something made from your own horse's shoe. Um, but we started a collaboration over a year ago where she does all the horseshoe work. So you can send in your really rusty horseshoe 
they'll clean it all up, polish it all up, and turn it into a horse, uh, a heart shape if you wanted, or leave it as a horse shape. And then I braid the hair that then sits in the groove. So that's a bit of a collaboration between the two of us, which works really, really well. They are, they are, and they are really. Uh, no, if I had a million, I think I'd just have everything <laughs> from you and from Faye. Yeah, if I had curtains, I might need the curtain hooks that they, they do as well at Horseshoe Hearts. But I mean, yeah, that, that just goes to show that actually when we work together, we can make some really awesome, like, awesome changes. And I think that's why I do like the Nail It Mastermind because I believe that when we, when we actually work together, we can be really, really strong and we can get better results. Um, and I know a lot of people like, because I've got a lot of photographers that work with me and they're kind of like, is that not a, like uh, uh, like competitor in interest? And I'm like, no, actually, you, you guys support each other so well. I think it's I think it's brilliant. And so I think it's lovely that you're able to do that too with Horseshoe Hearts. Yeah. yeah. Um, so is there anything else that you'd like to, um, to add or to share with everybody? I'd just like to say thank you, Jenny. I thank you for the opportunity to talk today, but also for all your help that you give us all in the group. It's just amazing. In the Nail It Mastermind group, we had a couple of weeks ago a brainstorming session, which totally blew my mind because we all sat down together and brainstormed things that we were thinking of doing, and we all helped each other brainstorm those ideas, um, which has just led me down a bit of a different route to what I was going to, going down with certain items. Um, I can't wait to put them all in practice. And that's all thanks to you, Jenny, and the fab group oh, that you <laughs> Thank you. That, that means a lot. And I think yeah, sometimes that, that's, that's the, the joy of it, because we get so many ideas, we get so many things, and there's so many ways we can pop, like go down and, and actually having that time to, to focus and um, just like go away, oh, say, is this the right thing? And, and Get the, get the plan right so that we're not distracted and it's really, really beneficial. And it's other people's ideas. It's other eyes on your business to see what would help you do, which is fun. Yeah, it makes a massive difference. So Catherine's asked, yeah, what the website is. So thank you, Paula, who's put, yeah, it's Alison Pellinger, which has tagged you in. So finally, <laughs> thank you, Paula, for doing that. Because, uh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I, I yeah, highly recommend Alison and... Um, She's, yeah, the, the jewellery is exquisite, like really, really is. And it, and because you get it all cast and made for you, it means that it's it's different, isn't it? Like and there's more, there's more heads up, there's a few more cast pieces coming. Oh exciting. So watch this, watch this space, everybody. Yeah, we'll 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 look out for those with excitement. Thanks for joining us today on the Equine Business Podcast. I hope you really enjoyed this episode. Do make sure you visit my website, jennybush.com, for more, where you can also subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere else you prefer to listen. You can also catch some of my Equine Business TV episodes as well. And while you're at it, if you found value in this show, I'd really, really appreciate a rating on iTunes or simply share it to Instagram or Facebook and that would help me out so much. You might also want to check out the free mini course that's available on the website talking to equine business owners and how to bring their businesses online better and for more details on the podcast or how to work with me again the website is www.jennybush.com or simply search the equine business assistant. 
Be sure to tune in next week because I've got another special guest as well as one of my regular equine business tip podcast episodes. So for now, keep kicking on in your equine business and I will share more with you really, really soon.